0: End of chapter 3, verses 21 through 38. Of Catina Aurea, Gospel of St. Luke, Part 1, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 21 and 22. Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized, and praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape, like a dove upon him and a voice came from heaven which said, Thou art my beloved son, in thee am I well pleased. Ambrose, in a manner which had been related by others, Luke has rightly given us only a summary, and has left more to be understood than expressed in the fact that our Lord was baptized by John. As it is said, now when all were baptized, it came to pass. Our Lord was baptized, not that he might be cleansed, by the waters, but to cleanse them, that being purified by the flesh of Christ, who knew no sin, they might possess the power of baptism. Gregory Nazianzus. Christ came also to baptism, perhaps to sanctify baptism, but doubtless to bury the old Adam in water. Ambrose. But the cause of our Lord's baptism, he himself declares when he says, thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. But what is righteousness, except that what you would have another do to you? You should first begin yourself, and so by your example encourage others. Let none then avoid the laver of grace, since Christ avoided not the laver of repentance. Chrysostom. Now there was a Jewish baptism which removed the pollutions of the flesh, not the guilt of the conscience. But our baptism parts us from sin, washes the soul and gives us largely the outpouring of the spirit but john's baptism was more excellent than the jewish for it did not bring men to the observance of bodily purifications but taught them to turn from sin to virtue for it was inferior to our baptism in that it conveyed not the holy spirit nor showed forth the remission which is by grace for there was a certain end as it were of each baptism but neither by the Jewish nor our own baptism was Christ baptized, for he needed not the pardon of sins, nor was that flesh destitute of the Holy Spirit, which from the very beginning was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He was baptized by the baptism of John, that from the very nature of the baptism, you might know that he was not baptized because he needed the gift of the Spirit. But he says, being baptized and praying, that you might consider how fitting to one who has received baptism is constant prayer. Because, though all sins are forgiven in baptism, not as yet is the weakness of this fleshly substance made strong. For we rejoice at the overwhelming of the Egyptians, having now crossed the Red Sea, but in the wilderness of worldly living, there meet us other foes, who the grace of Christ directing us may by our exertions be subdued until we come to our own country. Chrysostom. But he says, The heavens opened, as if till then they had been shut, but now the higher and the lower sheepfold, being brought into one, and there being one shepherd of the sheep. The heavens opened, and man was incorporated a fellow-citizen with the angels. Bede. For not then were the heavens opened to him whose eyes scanned the innermost parts of the heaven, but therein is shown the virtue of baptism, that when a man comes forth from it, the gates of the heavenly kingdom are opened to him, and while his flesh is bathed unharmed in the cold waters, which formerly dreaded their hurtful touch, the flaming sword is extinguished. Chrysostom. The Holy Spirit descended also upon Christ, as upon the founder of our race, that he might be in Christ first of all, who received him not for himself, but rather for us. Hence it follows, and the Holy Spirit descended. Let not anyone imagine that he received him because he had him not. For he as God sent him from above, and as man received him below. Therefore from him the Spirit fled down to him, i.e., from his deity to his humanity. Augustine, But it is most strange that he should receive the Spirit when he was thirty years old. But as without sin he came to baptism, so not without the Holy Spirit. For if it was written of John, he shall be filled with the Spirit from his mother's womb. What must we believe of the man Christ, the very conception of whose flesh was not carnal but spiritual? Therefore he condescended now to prefigure his body, i.e. the church, in which the baptized especially received the Holy Spirit. Chrysostom, that baptism savored partly of antiquity, partly of novelty, for that he should receive baptism from a prophet showed antiquity, but the Spirit's descent denoted something new. Ambrose, now the Spirit rightly showed himself in the form of a dove, for he is not seen in his divine substance. Let us consider the mystery why like a dove, because the grace of baptism requires innocence, that we should be innocent as doves. The grace of baptism requires peace, which under the emblem of an olive branch the dove once brought to that ark which alone escaped the deluge. Chrysostom Or to show the meekness of the Lord, the spirit now appears in the form of a dove but at Pentecost like fire, to signify punishment. For when he was about to pardon offenses, gentleness was necessary, but having obtained grace, there remaineth for us the time of trial and judgment. Cyprian. Now the dove is a harmless and pleasant creature, with no bitterness of gall, no fierceness of bite, no violence of rending talons. They love the abodes of men, consort with one home, when they have young nurturing them together, when they fly abroad, hanging side by side upon the wing, leading their life in mutual intercourse, giving with their bills a sign of their peaceful harmony, and fulfilling a law of unanimity in every way. Chrysostom. Christ, indeed, had already manifested himself at his birth by many oracles, but because men would not consult them, He who had, in the meantime, remained secret, again more clearly revealed himself in a second birth. For formerly a star in the heavens, now the Father at the waves of Jordan declared him. And as the Spirit descended upon him, pouring forth that voice over the head of him who was baptized, as it follows, and a voice came from heaven, Thou art my beloved Son. Ambrose, we have seen the Spirit, but in a bodily shape, and the Father whom we cannot see we may hear. He is invisible because he is the Father. The Son also is invisible in his divinity, but he wished to manifest himself in the body. And because the Father did not take the body, he wished therefore to prove to us that he was present in the Son, by saying, Thou art my Son. Athanasius. The Holy Scriptures by the name of Son set forth two meanings, one similar to that spoken of in the gospel, he gave to them power that they should become the sons of God, another according to which Isaac is the son of Abraham. Christ is not then simply called the son of God, but the article is prefixed, that we should understand that he alone is really and by nature the son, and hence he is said to be the only begotten. For if according to the madness of Arius he is called son, as they are called to obtain the name through grace, he will seem in no way to differ from us. It remains, therefore, that in another respect we must confess Christ to be the Son of God, even as Isaac is acknowledged to be the son of Abraham. For that which is naturally begotten of another and takes not its origin from anything besides nature accounts a son. But it is said, Was then the birth of the Son with suffering as of a man, By no means. God, since he cannot be divided, is without suffering the father of the son. Hence he is called the word of the father, because neither is the word of man even produced with suffering. And since God is by nature one, he is the father of one only son. And therefore it is added beloved. For when a man has only one son, he loves him very much, if he becomes father of many his affection is divided by being distributed athanasius but as the prophet had before announced the promise of god saying i will send christ my son that promise being now as it were accomplished at jordan he rightly adds in thee am i well pleased Bede. as if he said in thee have i appointed my good pleasure i.e. to carry on by thee what seems good to me. Gregory, or else, every one who by repentance corrects any of his actions, by that very repentance shows that he has displeased himself, seeing he amends what he has done. And since the omnipotent Father spoke of sinners after the manner of men, saying, It repents me that I have made man, he, so to speak, displeased himself In the sinners whom he had created, but in Christ alone he pleased himself, for in him alone he found no fault, that he should blame himself, as it were by repentance. Augustine. But the words of Matthew, This is my beloved Son, and those of Luke, Thou art my beloved Son, convey the same meaning, for the heavenly voice spoke one of these. But Matthew wished to show that by the words, This is my beloved Son, it was meant rather to declare to the hearers that he was the Son of God, for that he was not revealed to Christ which he knew, but they heard it who were present, and for whom the voice came. Verses 23-38 through 38. And Jesus himself began to be about thirty years of age, being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph, which was the son of Eli, which was the son of Methat. Which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Melchi, which was the son of Taana, which was the son of Joseph, which was the son of Matthias, which was the son of Amos, which was the son of Naum, which was the son of Elsli, which was the son of Nage, which was the son of Maath, which was the son of Matthias, which was the son of. Simai, which was the son of Joseph, which was the son of Judah, which was the son of Joanna, which was the son of Resa, which was the son of Zerubbabel, which was the son of Selathiel, which was the son of Neri, which was the son of Melchi, which was the son of Adai, which was the son of which was the son of Amodam, which was the son of Ur, which was the son of José, which was the son of Eliezer, which was the son of Jorim, which was the son of Methat, which was the son of Levi, which was the son of Simeon, which was the son of Judah, which was the son of Joseph, which was the son of Jonan? which was the son of Eliakim, which was the son of Meliah, which was the son of Menen? which was the son of Methah, which was the son of Nathan, which was the son of David, which was the son of Jesse, which was the son of Obed, which was the son of Boaz, which was also the son of Solomon, which was the son of Naasson? which was the son of Abinadab, which was the son of Aram, which was the son of Esrom, which was the son of Pheraz, which was the son of Judah, which was the son of Jacob, which was the son of Isaac, which was the son of Abraham, which was the son of Thara, which was the son of Nachor, which was the son of Surich, which was the son of Ragu, which was the son of Felek, which was the son of Heber, which was the son of Salah, which was the son of Canaan, which was the son of Arphaxad? which was the son of Shem, which was the son of Noah, which was the son of Lamech, which was the son of Methuselah, which was the son of Enoch, which was the son of Jared? which was the son of Meliel, which was the son of Canaan which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. Origin Having related our Lord's baptism, he next enters upon the generation of the Lord, not bringing it down from the higher to the lower, but beginning with Christ, he carries it up to God himself. Hence he says, And Jesus himself began. For when he was baptized, he had himself undergone the mystery of the second birth. Then he is said to have begun that thou also mightest destroy this first birth and be born in the second. Gregory Nazianzus. We must therefore consider who he was who was baptized, and by whom and when, seeing he was pure, baptized by John, and at a time when his miracles had begun, that we might thence derive the lesson of purifying ourselves beforehand, and of embracing humility, and of not beginning to preach until the maturity of our spiritual and natural life. The first of these was said for their sakes, who are receiving baptism, for although the gift of baptism brings remission, yet we must fear, lest we return again to our vomit. The second is pointed at those who exalt themselves against the stewards of the mysteries, whom they may excel in rank. The third was uttered for those who trust in their youth, and imagine that any age is fit for promotion and teaching. Jesus is cleansed, and dost thou despise purification? By John, and dost thou say aught against thy teacher? At thirty years old, but dost thou in teaching precede thy elders? But the example of Daniel, and the like, are ready in thy mouth, for every guilty person is ready with an answer. But that is not the law of the church, which seldom happens, as neither does a single swallow make the spring. Chrysostom. Or he waited accomplishing the whole law until that age which takes in every sin, that none might say that he abrogated the law because he was not able to fulfill it. Greek Expositor. For this reason also he came at thirty years to be baptized, to show that spiritual regeneration makes men perfect as far as regards their spiritual life. Bede. The thrice ten years also which our Savior had passed when he was baptized might imitate also the mystery of our baptism because of the faith of the Trinity and the obedience to the Decalogue. Gregory Nazianzus Still, must the child be baptized if necessity demands it, for it is better to be insensibly sanctified than to pass from this life unsealed. But you will say Christ is baptized at thirty years old And he was God, but thou biddest us to hasten our baptism. In that thou saidst God, the objection was done away. He needed no cleansing, nor was any danger hanging over him, while he put off his baptism. But with thee it extends to no slight calamity, if thou passest from this life born in corruption. But not if thou hast put on the robe of incorruption and truly it is a blessed thing to keep unsullied the clean robe of baptism, but it is better at times to be slightly stained than to be altogether devoid of grace. Cyril, Although in truth Christ had no father according to the flesh, yet some fancied he had a father, hence it follows, as he was supposed the son of Joseph. Ambrose, rightly as was supposed, since in reality he was not but it was supposed to be so because mary who was espoused to joseph was his mother but we might doubt why the descent of joseph is described rather than that of mary seeing that mary brought forth christ of the holy spirit while joseph seemed to be out of the line of our lord's descent were we not informed of the custom of the holy scripture which always seeks the origin of the husband and especially in this case since in joseph's descent We also find that of Mary, for Joseph, being a just man, took a wife really from his own tribe and country. So at the time of the taxing, Joseph went up from the family and country of David to be taxed with Mary, his wife. She who gives the returns from the same family and country shows herself to be of that family and country. Hence he goes on in the descent of Joseph and adds, Who was the son of Eli? But let us consider the fact that St. Matthew makes Jacob, who was the father of Joseph, to be the son of Nathan. But Luke says that Joseph, to whom Mary was espoused, was the son of Eli. How could there be two fathers, namely Eli and Jacob, to one man? Gregory Nazianzus. But some say that there is one succession from David to Joseph, which each evangelist relates under different names. But this is absurd, since at the beginning of his genealogy two brothers came in Nathan and Salomon, from whom the lines are carried in different ways. Eusebius, let us then more carefully explain the meaning of the words themselves. For if when Matthew affirmed Joseph to be the son of Jacob, Luke had in like manner affirmed that Joseph was the son of Eli, there would be some dispute but seeing the case is that matthew gives his opinion luke repeats the common opinion of many not his own saying as was supposed i do not think that there is any room for doubt for since there were among the jews different opinions of the genealogy of christ and yet all traced him up to david because to him the promises were made while many affirmed that christ would come through solomon and the other kings some shunned this opinion because of the many crimes related of their kings, and because Jeremiah said of Deconius that a man should not rise of his seed to sit on the throne of David. This last view Luke takes, though conscious that Matthew gives the real truth of the genealogy. This is the first reason. The next is a deeper one. For Matthew, when he began to write of the things before the conception of Mary and the birth of Jesus in the flesh, Very fitly, as in a history, commences with the ancestry in the flesh, and descending from thence, deduces his generation from those who went before. For when the Word of God became flesh, he descended. But Luke hastens forward to the regeneration, which takes place in baptism, and then gives another succession of families, rising up from the lowest to the highest, keeps out of sight those sinners of whom Matthew makes mention because that he who is born again in God is separated from his guilty parents, being made the son of God, and relates those who have led a virtuous life in the sight of God. For thus it was said to Abraham, Thou shalt set out to thy fathers, not fathers in the flesh, but in God, on account of their likeness and virtue. To him, therefore, who is born in God, he ascribes parents, who are, according to God, on account of this resemblance and character. Augustine. Or in another way, Matthew descends from David, through Solomon to Joseph, but Luke, beginning from Eli, who was in the line of our Savior, ascends through the line of Nathan, the son of David, and joins the tribes of Eli and Joseph, showing that they are both of the same family, and thereby that the Savior was not only the son of Joseph, but also of Eli. For by the same reason by which the Savior is called the son of Joseph, he is also the son of Eli, and of all the rest who are of the same tribe. Hence that which the apostle says, of whom are the fathers, and from whom Christ came according to the flesh. Augustine. For there occur three reasons, by one of which the evangelist was led. For either one evangelist has mentioned the father by whom Joseph was begotten, and the other his maternal grandfather, or some one of his ancestors, or one of the fathers mentioned was the natural father of Joseph, the other his father who had adopted him, or after the manner of the Jews, when a man has died without children, the next of kin, taking his wife, ascribes to his death kinsmen, the son whom he has himself begotten, Ambrose, for it is related that Mathus, who was descended from Solomon, begat Jacob as his son, and died leaving his wife living, whom Malachi took unto him as wife, and from her Eli was born. Again Eli, when his brother Jacob died without children, was joined to his brother's wife, and begat a son Joseph, who according to the law is called the son of Jacob. Since Eli raised up seed to his deceased brother, according to the order of the ancient law. Bede. Or else Jacob, taking the wife of his brother Eli, who had died without children, according to the command of the law, begot Joseph by natural parentage, his own son, but by the ordinance of the law, the son of Eli. Augustine. It is most probable that Luke took the origin by adoption, as not being willing to say that Joseph was begotten by him whose son he related him to be. For more easily is a man said to be his son by whom he was adopted than to be begotten by him from whose flesh he was not born. But Matthew saying, Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Jacob. And continuing in the word begot, until the last he says, but Jacob begat Joseph, has sufficiently expressed that he has carried through the succession of the fathers, through that father by whom Joseph was not adopted, but begotten. Although even supposing that Luke should say that Joseph was begotten by Eli, neither ought that word to perplex us. For it is not absurd to say that a man has begotten, not in the flesh, but in love, the son whom he has adopted. But rightly has Luke taken the origin by adoption. For by adoption are we made the sons of God, by believing on the Son of God, but by his birth in the flesh, the Son of God has rather for our sakes become the Son of Man, Chrysostom But because this part of the Gospel consists of a series of names, men think there is nothing valuable to be derived therefrom. Thus then we should feel this, let us try to examine every step, for from the mere name we may extract an abundant treasure, for names are indicative of many things for they savor of the divine mercy and the offerings of thanks by women, who, when they obtained sons, give a name significant of the gift. Gloss. By interpretation, then, Eli means my God, or climbing, who was the son of Methat, i.e., forgiving sins, who was the son of Levi, i.e., being added. Ambrose. Luke rightly thought, seeing that he could not embrace more of the sons of jacob lest he should seem to be wandering from the line of descent in a superfluous course that the ancient names of the patriarchs though occurring in others far later joseph judah simeon and levi should not be omitted for we recognize in these four kinds of virtue in judah the mystery of our lord's passion prophesied by figure in joseph an example of chastity going before in Simeon the punishment of injured modesty, in Levi the priestly office, hence it follows, who was the son of Melchi, i.e. my king, who was the son of Janna, i.e. a right hand, who was the son of Joseph, i.e. growing up, but this was a different Joseph, who was the son of Matthias, i.e. the gift of God, or sometimes, who was the son of Amos, i.e. loading, or he loads, who was the son of Nahum, i.e. help me, who was the son of Mathat, i.e. desire, who was the son of Matthias, as above, who was the son of Simi, i.e. obedient, who was the son of Joseph, i.e. increase, who was the son of Judah, i.e. confessing, Joanna. The Lord, His grace, or the gracious Lord, Reza, merciful, Zerubbabel, chief or master of Babylon, Zelathiel, God, my portion, Neri, my lantern, Melchi, my kingdom, Adai, strong or violent, Kosam, divining, Her, watching or watch, or of skins, who was the son of Jesus, i.e., Savior. Eliezer, i.e. God my help. Joarim, i.e. God exalting or exalting. Mathaat, as above. Levi, as above. Simeon, i.e. He has heard the sadness or the sign. Judah, as above. Joseph, as above. Jonah, a dove or wailing. Eliakim, i.e. the resurrection of God. Melchi, i.e. his king. Menen, i.e. my bowels. Matthias, i.e. gift. Nathan, i.e. he gave or of giving. Ambrose, but by Nathan we perceive the dignity of prophecy, that as Christ Jesus alone fulfilled all things, in each of his ancestors different kinds of virtue might precede him. It follows who was the son of David. Origen, the Lord descending into the world took upon him the person of all sinners, And was willing to be born of the stock of solomon as matthew relates whose sins have been written down and of the rest many of whom did evil in the sight of god but when he ascended and is described as being born a second time in baptism as luke relates he is not born through solomon but nathan who reproves the father for the death of uriah and the birth of solomon Augustine, but it must be confessed that a prophet of this same name reproves David, that he might be thought to be the same man, whereas he was different. Gregory Nazianzus. From David upwards, according to each evangelist, there is an unbroken line of descent, as it follows who was the son of Jesse. Gloss. David is interpreted with a mighty arm, strong in fight. Obith, i.e., slavery. Boaz i.e. strong, Salomon, i.e. capable of feeling or peacemaking, Naasson, i.e. augury or belonging to serpents, Aminadab, the people being willing, Aram, i.e. upright or lofty, Esram, i.e. an arrow, Pheraz, i.e. division, Judah, i.e. confessing, who was the son of Jacob, i.e. supplanted, Isaac, i.e. laughing or joy, Abraham, i.e. the father of many nations, or the people. Chrysostom. Matthew, who wrote as for the Jews, had no further object than to show that Christ proceeded from Abraham and David, for this was most grateful for the Jews. Luke, however, as speaking to all men in common, carried his account beyond as far even as Adam. Hence it follows, who was born of Tamar, Loss, which is interpreted finding out or wickedness, nakor, i.e. the light rested, sarug, i.e. correction or holding the reins, or perfection, ragan, i.e. sick or feeding, Feraz, i. e. dividing or divided, Heber, i. e. passing over, Salah, i. e. taking away, Canaan, i. e. lamentation or their possession, bead. The name and generation of Canaan, according to the Hebrew reading, is found neither in Genesis nor in the Chronicles, but Arphaxed is stated to have begot Salah his son, without any one intervening. Knowing then that Luke borrowed this generation from the Septuagint, where it is written that Arphaxed at a hundred and thirty-five years old begot Canaan, but he was at an hundred and thirty years begat Selah, it follows, who was the son of Arphaxad. Gloss, i.e. healing the laying waste. Shem, i.e. a name, or being named, who was the son of Noah, i.e. rest. Ambrose. The mention of just Noah ought not to be omitted among our Lord's generations, that as our Lord was born, the builder of his church, he might seem to have sent Noah beforehand, the author of his race, who had before founded the church under the type of an ark, who was the son of Lamech, Gloss, i.e. humility, or striking, or struck, or humble, who was the son of Methusalem, i.e. the descending forth of death, or he died, also he asked, Ambrose, his years are numbered beyond the deluge, that since Christ is the only one whose life experiences no age, in his ancestors also he might seem to have left not the deluge who was the son of enoch and here is a manifest declaration of our lord's piety and divinity since our lord neither experienced death and returned to heaven the founder of whose race was taken up into heaven whence it is plain that christ could not die but was willing that his death should profit us and enoch indeed was taken that his heart might not change by wickedness but the lord whom the wickedness of the world could not change returned to that place whence he had come by the greatness of his own nature bede but rightly rising up from the baptized son of god to god the father he places enoch in the seventy-seventh step who having put off death was translated unto paradise that he might signify that those who by the grace of adoption of sons are born again of water, and the Holy Spirit, are in the meantime, after the dissolution of the body, to be received into eternal rest, for the number 70, because of the seventh of the Sabbath, signifies the rest of those who, the grace of God assisting them, have fulfilled the decalogue of the law. Gloss. Enoch is interpreted dedication. Jared, i.e. descending or holding together, Mahaliel, i.e. the praised of God or praising God. Canaan, as above. Enos, i.e. man or despairing or violent. Seth, i.e. placing, settling, he hath placed. Seth, the last son of Adam, is not omitted, that as there were two generations of people, it might be signified under a figure that Christ was to be reckoned, rather in the last than the first. It follows... Who was the Son of Adam, Claus, which is man or of the earth, or needy, who was the Son of God, Ambrose? What could better agree than that the holy generation should commence from the Son of God and be carried up even to the Son of God, and that he who was created should proceed in a figure in order that he who was born might follow in substance, so that he who was made after the image of God might go before for whose sake the image of God was to descend. For Luke thought that the origin of Christ should be referred to God, because God is the true progenitor of Christ, or the Father according to the true birth, or the author of the mystical gift according to baptism and regeneration. And therefore he did not from the first begin to describe his generation, but not till after he had unfolded his baptism, that both by nature and by grace he might declare him to be the Son of God, But what more evident sign of his divine generation than that, when about to speak of it, Saint Luke introduces the Father, saying, Art thou my beloved Son? Augustine, He sufficiently declared by this that he called not Joseph the son of Eli, because he was begotten by him, but rather because he was adopted by him. For he has called also Adam himself son, since though made by God, yet by grace, which he forfeited by sin he was placed as a son in paradise theophilact for this reason he closes the generations in god that we may learn that those fathers who intervene christ will raise up to god and make them sons of god and that it might be believed also that the birth of christ was without seed as if he said if thou believest not that the second adam was made without seed you might come to the first adam and you will find that he was made by god without seed augustine matthew indeed wished to set forth god descending to our mortality according at the beginning of the gospel he recounted the generations from abraham to the birth of christ in a descending scale but luke not at the beginning but after the baptism of christ relates the generation not descending but ascending as if marking out rather the high priest by the expiation of sins of whom John bore testimony, saying, Behold, who taketh away the sins of the world. But by ascending he comes to God, to whom we are reconciled, being cleansed and expiated. Ambrose, nor do the evangelists seem to differ, who have followed the old order, nor can you wonder if from Abraham down to Christ there are more successions according to Luke, fewer according to Matthew, since you must admit the line to have been traced through different persons. But it might be that some men have passed a very long life, but the men of the next generation have died at an early age, since we see how many old men live to see their grandchildren, while others depart as soon as they have sons born to them. Augustine. But most fitly with regard to our baptized Lord, does Luke reckon the generations through seventy-seven persons, for both the ascent to God is expressed, to whom we are reconciled by an abolition of sins, and by baptism is brought to man the remission of all sins, which are signified by that number, for eleven times seven are seventy-seven. But by the tenth number is meant perfect happiness. Hence it is plain that the going beyond the tenth marks the sin of one through pride coveting to have more. But this is said to be seven times, to signify that the transgression was caused by the moving of man, for by the third number the immortal part of man is represented, but by the fourth the body. But motion is not expressed in numbers, as when we say one, two, three, but when we say once, twice, thrice, and so by seven times eleven is signified a transgression wrought by man's action. End of chapter 3